Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? Y'all know what time it is, the fucking Illogic crew. Get on our tip. And here we go. Welcome to episode 16 of the Illogic podcast. It's me, Styles, with the whole gang. We got uh, the star boy. No? All right. And then we got uh, Puerto Rico. What's going on? And we got the, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Esquire. Esquire's in the building. We are back. And we still joined by our dog, uh, Chi-Town Knight. What's happening? And before we get started on the, uh, the, the topics today, what y'all drinking on? I'm, I'm drinking on Long Ranch by Wild Turkey. Hey, hey, I want to give a shout out to um, fucking Shakespeare, who finally fucking started drinking real whiskey and shit. That nigga made it. <laughs> shout out to Shakespeare. That nigga made it. We've been drinking. drinking before, gonna... just straight White Claw? Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was yeah. shocked. I was shocked he switched it up like that. Usually, you find that man with a White Claw in his hand. Cooling. That shit disgusting. He feel at peace when he has one. That's what he always says. Hey, that nigga been listening to the show for fucking two years, and now he finally disurp, uh, discovered Woodford. Like, really, nigga? <laughs> really? Really, that nigga? That's because he went back to the country. He back He back in uh, Kentucky. No, oh, Barefootville? Yeah, you know, them country folk, they, they probably... Oh, yeah. yeah well, they he, drinking that, he, he drinking that shit out of a jar. Moonshine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Little> shit. <laughs> His whiskey is still white. That nigga Woofer tastes like jelly. <laughs> nigga in Louisville cooling the barn. Talking about smoking old hay in the middle of the barn. <laughs> prohibition down there. He got to do that shit low key. <laughs> Ain't shit else to do, so might as well just drink that shit. <laughs> damn, boot, damn bootleggers. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so. What y'all been drinking up to since, since this break? Hold on, hold on. Drinking. Still going with the drinking. What you drinking? Drinking. Drink uh, I'm drinking Uncle Nearest. It's a black-owned whiskey distiller. Um, and it tastes good, man. Oh, it's some good shit. Y'all drinking whiskey. Mm-hmm. I got vodka. Bourbon. I got some uh, Pear Absolute and Sprite. You had a tough week. Oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> How, how that taste, man? How that taste? Air absolute. Yeah, in in it's Sprite. Not bad. I got a rough week. Yeah. Not some, bad. Uh, isn't exactly a ringing endorsement. No, it wasn't. Yeah, right. I ain't trying to get the, uh, no endorsement from Absolute. It's just, it's decent. It it, 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 t- it tastes like you don't want to. You don't care about your tomorrow. That's what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got tomorrow. shit to do tomorrow. Tomorrow, anything hey, goes. You don't hey, care. That nigga, that nigga said that like uh, that's all I got. Y'all lucky y'all back. 
We can go at through us since we've been on break. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga drinking in his sorrows and shit. I'm about to be on the edible. That boy about to be sleep. <laughs> he about to be sleep. <laughs> Actually, I should have took it before I got on here. Yeah, I know. You you would have fell asleep on here and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Eating an edible and drinking, you definitely going to sleep. You're going to be snoring. But yeah, but what, like, Jules, what would you just saying? What everybody been up to since the podcast? Anybody want to go? It's going to be been like a month yeah i heard one of y'all got corona yeah i'm not sure who that is no, Which nobody one? want to nobody want to everybody got cool. quiet too yeah look at the <laughs> why wouldn't someone admit that it's not like i don't know it's not like having a, a std like or crabs it's, it's, damn, well. it's, it's damn near like aids it's might as well like aids that's why they got hey, celebrities hey. announces Hey, I will say this. I will say this. I did go take a corona uh, a corona test since we've been off, and it came uh-huh. back negative. Negative. They huh? fuck, did, did they fuck you in the brain? Yeah, I mean, it's funny because where I had to go to, their little corona area is basically outside on the sidewalk, like in the driveway. So you got to sit there, and they put that shit up your nose, and that's it. It's just, your wild. Brain. It's just wild. It's just, hey, this is this the corona spot now. It's outside. So you, they, they put that thing in your nose? Uh-huh. There's got to be a different way to do yeah, that I know. Shit. I ain't let nobody put that, jam that thing in my nose like that. What it is, they got a, uh, a spit test now. Yeah, a saliva yeah. test. I'd rather do that. Yeah. I'd rather do that than shoving something in my nose. Somebody said, uh, you seen these nostrils? You ain't about to be plucking that shit up. Man, we can't see you at all. We can't see your nostrils. <laughs> oh, we see him now when he's smiling and laughing. We see his teeth. Hey, I try to, to brighten it up. All we see is that Vaseline on your camera. <laughs> wow. You're putting his business out there again, huh? We know what Styles was doing the, the month we were off. Getting hey, in. He got an extra hour of just getting <laughs> in. If you, if you beating your meat with Vaseline, you need serious therapy. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> I don't want it to chap. Disgusting. <laughs> that's some American pie shit. You don't see that shit in American pie. Oh, shit. Anybody else, what y'all been up to? Shit, staying corona free. Quarantine, I, baby. I, I, I I pretty much I pretty much uh, come to the conclusion I'm the only one really quarantined right now. I I be looking at these IG stories. It's either everybody tired of it or they just they just like they don't think this shit is real. Everybody back outside. Everybody yep. tired of it and they don't think it's real. Oh, that's they, that's one thing I did do on the break. I ate at a restaurant for the first time outside. And when I mean I they back outside, they like throwing like full out parties, like house parties. Like what the fuck? <laughs> With like no mask, no nothing. Like, uh, all right. Yeah, I, I'm not even going out to a barbecue this weekend. I'm just gonna sit at the crib and chill mm-hmm. out. Yeah, that's I'm barbecuing at the house. That's what I'm doing. So that's I'm barbecuing doing after this. I'm about to get my yeah. edible and barbecue. Same here. You think you think you're about to do that? Yeah, you think so. <laughs> that edible gonna hit you. You're gonna be. You're gonna actually wipe the barbecue for you. You're gonna need a little nah. Nah, I don't hours. get sleepy till like probably six or seven hours after. Now, uh, your edible is something a, a friend makes for you, or, yeah. or you buy it for. See, no, nah, she I'm makes uh, she bakes it. 
and she got like different strains. She she got a, a card, oh, so she gets uh -huh. the stuff from you know med it's medical marijuana, but uh -huh. she mixes it in and makes like uh, mint chocolate chip cookies, uh, mm -hmm. brownies, uh, all kinds of stuff. How often do you do edibles? Say what? How often do you do them? Whenever uh, he has a chance, whenever he has. Never on long weekends. Like recently, recently more than I used to, but like probably like I take an edible on Saturdays. That's pretty much it. Does does Damn. she have a science on how she makes all this? Like, is see there... that's what gets me when it's someone that's doing it like that because the measurements can be way off. Yeah. Right, I've been to her house and seen her make them though because I mean she used to bring them. He flying. Well, she used to bring it to my sister house to like pass out or whatever, and we used to have them there. And then I was like, "It's decent. Like I don't, I don't feel like I'm gonna drop dead." So I went to her uh -huh. crib and saw like the whole operation. Hey. And I was like, "All right." Mm. Hey, hey, listen to this nigga take. I seen her make them, so that means it's good. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <that mean? laughs> I've been to her house. I seen her make them. So it's I good. trust her. Like, yeah, is there any science to it? Is it the same measurement, the same recipes? What, what's going I mean, on that's there? how they make the, the medical stuff. I mean, the edibles that's at the at the store. It's the same thing. They making it like in the kitchen. Like I saw that crap on TV. Yeah, um, it's the same well, shit. It's Music. usually somebody that knows the ingredients. Like, like this. So why this so much. why my person don't know the ingredients? I'm asking you that. I don't know. Me and Styles. <laughs> me and Styles, me, me and Styles, and a few more other people, we coming up with a crummy business. So we gonna need you to test them out. A what business? Crummies. They call them crummies. Is that, is that, is that uh, the shit that's in your um, that stays in your drawers when you don't wash your ass? No, it, 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 it's it's coke. It's coke. It's coke infused desserts. Cocaine? Oh, nah. <laughs> yeah. Hell no! Nah. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, that's what. That's what. That's what he hey. wants to get started. Not me. Not me. Wait, a, wait, wait. Hey, man, wait, that's a wait. big, that's a big leap from edibles. No, yeah. no, hey. time out. Hey, y'all need a partner? Lead to cocaine? Lead <laughs> <laughs> to cocaine? That's a big step. Call, hey, wait, wait, wait. Hey, wait, I like this already. I like the name. <laughs> <laughs> He's been talking about this for two years. He's been talking about this for two years. Hey, you can, hey, you can come aboard, man. We 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 on the ground floor right now. That shit ain't. Hey, we on the, we stay on the ground floor too. I had to personally beg Styles to move to Arizona for this because we 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 reaching nation nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga been watching too much snowfall. As the only person on this podcast and seen the way crack hit, that's not a bad idea. I'm telling him, man. <laughs> Hold on, what you mean by that? That you're the only one that took crack before? Yeah. No, no, I see how people I see how I see how people wanna get into cocaine. So hey, if you can sell it with hey, hey, just come over and watch me make it uh town night and you will be hooked. <laughs> <laughs> so is that the secret to get Shy Town Knight to get try yeah. anything? Just yeah. he has to he watch gotta, you make it. Yeah. You gotta yeah. see how the sausage is made. Yeah, yeah. Right. you gotta see it. <laughs> Taste it. Make sure it's right. There's yes, money sir. into that. I like that idea. We we'll we'll be in touch. <laughs> I'll pass. I'll pass. But hey, we get hey, hey, it's simple to me. Cook up a crack rock and put it in a lollipop. Bang, done. 
cupcakes. Let's get paid. Let's cupcakes, get paid. sweet yeah. potato pie. Like, fam, the, the, the options are endless. Tussie Road crack. I like it. <laughs> That's a zero how many? How many? How many licks does it take to get to the center? <laughs> oh, let's, get that paper. let's get that paper. I like that crummies. I like it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see if, if Jules makes this happen. Patent pending, so no one steals your idea. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. These niggas. Especially, especially, yeah. if they, especially if they make cocaine legal. <laughs> you better definitely do it. <laughs> they make it like a recreational drug. Hey, all you got to do is actually let's do it with opioids. <laughs> let's really get that paper. Hey, I saw on the end of Sometimes <laughs> or something that, uh, that they gave 21 more people access to open up shops in, in Illinois. Is that true? Something like that. But they, it's, so many people apply, and I know they voted down not to open one in, on Rush Street. That, that they won't put in those neighborhoods on Rush, which is a, a fluent neighborhood for those who don't know in Chicago. I know they voted that one down. But, but, yeah, the, but they opened one they opened one not too far from Rush Street though. Right. But like, they, they was like, they was gonna put another one too. Yeah. Which is also So there are some like here. actually in the city? They're not all in yeah. the suburbs? Oh no, yeah. no, oh, they're yeah. all throughout the city, yeah. Wicker Park. Mm-hmm. Um, Logan there's Square. One, there's one on Roosevelt and I think the one on Roosevelt is medicinal though. But there's one on Roosevelt and Ogden Western. Uh-huh. What about Southside? I think there's one. I know there's one on the south side, kind of east though, on the east side, I believe. But that's the only one I know of. And first of all, you know, you know, business-wise, but how much they're taxing that for? You know, people out south are not about to spend that right. extra money like that. Yeah. And they can just get it from the the weed dealer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But do y'all y'all want to jump into these topics? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, jump into it. All right, so we get we could jump into the first topic I wanted to touch on while we was while we was down. Uh, another police shooting took place. Shocker. Uh, this time is it was in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, Jacob Blake, he was shot seven times by uh, a police officer out there, um, which you know everybody thought he was going to die, but it turned out he 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 lived to see you know another day. Thank God. Uh, now he just unfortunately he just paralyzed now. Um, and I've, I've been reading like different things the way he was getting treated in the hospital hospital initially where they had him handcuffed to the bed and stuff like that. And now you see, you know, a lot of protests, you know, taking place again. And we also saw it in sports um, as well, as far as like, you know, teens boycotting, um, you know, due to this situation. So I just wanted to hear, you know, what are y'all, y'all thoughts on, you know, every, everything that transpired in the J- Jacob Blake situation from, um, the police shooting them to, you know, the, the protest taking place as well as, you know, that's even coming into sports with, you know, you saw teams um, boycotting their games as well. So let's start off first with, like, what do you guys feel about when you saw the video of that shooting? Let's talk about that shooting first. Then we'll ease into the boycotting and the response from there. How's that sound? It works. You want to go first? <clears throat> So who wants to talk about the shooting? I mean, that, that video was like, that was some fucked up shit. And it feels like I'll, these videos get more fucked up every time. I, I'll go first. Uh, two, two things, I guess, in my mind. First of all, yes, it's fucked up. You know, good and well. Like, that's your first thing to shoot the guy. You couldn't fight him, tackle him, anything before he got around the car. I guess my second thought is, man, I, 
I don't want to make sure I'm not blaming Blake, but I guess my first thought is like, man, dude, let's not put ourselves in these situations so these cops can keep shooting us and killing us. Like, I wish he, I mean, they shouldn't have shot him, period. But I just, man, that's, these guys, you give them an excuse, they would shoot us. And they would be, they don't need an excuse. And I hated that basically that's going to be their excuse, that he was trying to go for his knife and all that bullshit. They wanted to shoot him, they shot him. Because they didn't want to tackle him. They didn't want to bring him down. They didn't want to do anything but shoot him. But I hate, we don't need, I just hate that we can't be dying with kids. I hate that. Esquire, you make me, I'm laughing a bit because you remind me of Chappelle. You definitely are a victim blamer. No, I, I'm not blaming him. I just don't want us dying. Okay, let me him. ask you yeah, this. When, when, did, when did you ever see a cop in this situation take accountability? I'm like, oh, they, shit, I just fucked they're up. They're not. They're not. They're not. And I don't think that he should. It's not his fault. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. I just don't want us. I'm just talking about us as black men dying in the hand, giving these crackers an excuse to kill us. Because when you give them an excuse, they're going to take it. Oh, he was going for his knife. They was going for that. I just don't want us dying. I'm tired of so, seeing black men dying. Like I said, you don't need an excuse either. I just hate Yeah, it. that's, that's what, what I was about to say. I don't no, think... You don't uh, need an excuse. I think they're, they're, they're just... Anyway. They just come up with an excuse. You can just be standing mm -hmm. there and, and then that's the excuse. The excuse is because you're you're black. Yeah, that's right. what I mean. That's like, excuse. When did you ever right. see a cop in the situation like, oh, shit, I actually messed up. It's always an excuse. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they, so I watched a, I watched another video this week of a dude that got pulled over, and the reason they said they pulled him over was for his uh, the frame around his license plate. And he, did y'all see this? No, no, I didn't see that. What, so what, he, what, he what video city, what state? I think it was in North Carolina. I want to say, and uh, he he videoed the whole confrontation or whatever. But the policeman came to his window, asked him to step out the car, and he was hmm. like, "For what?" And he was like, you ran my plates already. You know if I had warrants or whatever. And it was like a 2020 Camaro or something. It was a brand new car. And supposedly he was in a neighborhood that was a high crime rate, had a high crime rate. So the dude finally got out the car and they called in the dogs. They had him sniff the, the, around the whole car. He was like, this is a new car. I don't want the dog sniffing around the car. But if he hadn't handled the situation the way that he did, as far as like not getting pissed, and I don't know how he didn't get pissed because he had like six police officers that were there with a, ducks, a dog uh, sniffing for drugs. And all he got pulled over for was a frame around his license plate. Damn. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't really need an excuse. They just are pulling you over for no reason to piss you off so that they have an excuse to shoot you. And that's what could have happened you, in that situation. Get you riled up. Get you riled up. They right, and that's what, right. And you don't, listen, we have every right to have emotions, right? We get tired of this bullshit. It's fine that we have emotions about it. And we say, hey, you're breaking the law. You just can't tell me it. Give me my ticket. Hey, one, one of the realest things I've ever seen in my life was my older brother. One time a cop said he ran a light, me and the car together. And the cop said he ran a, a stop sign. And he was like, listen, there's no way you could have seen me run the stop sign because it's like one of those streets that's kind of turned. And he was like almost a half a block away. And my brother was like, hey, there's no reason. So the cops come up and said, you, you ran a, this, the stop sign. My brother tells him, just give me my ticket and shut the fuck up talking to me and roll his window up on me. I was like, wow. Wow. Like, listen, you're not the judge. I'll take care of this in court. You don't get to just keep on yelling at me and roll the window on him. And that's what it is. When you tell him your rights, listen, why he had to step out of his car? 
Have you ever seen a white person have to get out of their car for a minor traffic stop? Just give me my ticket and shut I just the seen fuck I up. just seen it. I just seen it last week when this white dude got pulled over and the cop wanted him to get out the car and he refused to and the white dude yelled at him, I will fucking kill you. Leave me alone. I will fucking kill you. Leave me alone. I will fucking kill you. Leave me alone. And he just kept saying it and the cop just refused it. And then it, that's him. how it ended. No. Yeah, he didn't shoot he just, him. He didn't do anything. He, he didn't get out either, did he? Nope. No. Nope. There you go. That, that's why I would tell most black, that's why I would tell a black man, if this is my ticket, give me my ticket and leave me alone. No, I'm not getting out. No, I'm not letting you search my vehicle. Give me my ticket and we'll take care of this in court. You are not the judge or the jury. You're just a policeman. Give me my ticket and move on. That's why I don't believe we can reform policemen when I feel like psychologically in your head, you see a black man and you automatically think you're in danger just because what you believe in. And the it's said, already ingrained. It's systematic throughout the, yeah, the culture. It's that, just that, ingrained already. You think that if you, what just you, because you're black, you're going to A, steal, rob, kill, rape. That's exactly what they yeah. And to me, that is so dumb because in my, if I'm a policeman, if I'm a policeman, anytime I pull somebody or anybody, I should feel something could happen. Like, I wouldn't even let my guard down because I put up a white man. If I put up an old 70-year-old white man, I still should feel like I could be in danger. And like, why would you let your guard down because a motherfucker is white? Are you stupid? But in, in, and, and it's in funny a, because a, like most of these white men, they turn out to be the serial killers and shit. And they, they're the ones all, usually carrying heads in their fucking trunks and shit. Or, or you understand that everybody nowadays have a gun. Everybody potentially has a gun. So why would you ever feel not threatened if you're a policeman just because he's white or she's a, or there's a woman? And you should always feel threatened. And to a very small certain extent, I understand it because me personally, I, the way you I feel about what? cops. Clarify, what is it that you understand? I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to explain. Me personally, when I look at cops, a cop is a cop to me. I don't have... In that I don't have enough time in that encounter to figure out if you're a good cop. Because in my mind, I'm typically, this is my last encounter with anybody when I, if I come in encounter with a cop. And I feel like that's how they look at black people. But only difference is I didn't take an oath to protect. Like I didn't, I, I'm, not, I'm not getting paid by these, I'm not getting paid by police officers. I didn't take an oath to protect police officers. Like I, that's not my job. So to a certain extent, I get I get whatever stereotype they believe in and whatever they ingrain when they that we're these animals and thugs and these killers or whatever, but it's not true. But to a certain extent I get it because that's that's how it is brought up. I so guess what's the solution though? That's that's my question, is because from the beginning when we were talking about all the, the riots and everything that was going on, the looting, I was saying like what's the what's the next step? If we are trying to correct the problem, how do you correct that problem? I'm gonna tell you that. I'm gonna tell you how right now. Go and over police white neighborhoods. Doesn't change black, what you're doing in the black neighborhoods though. <laughs> but listen, listen what I'm about to tell you. If you go over police white neighborhoods the way you do black neighborhoods, you might realize that all people are able to commit crime and violence. 
The only reason why they know that black people are in these situations because it's over police. When they start stopping you and telling you to pull out because your license plate is different, that's over policing. Because I'm sure there are white people with the same problem or white people with luxury cars who don't have front license plates and back license plates in Chicago. Over police other neighborhoods and then you realize that everybody has these same minor offenses that you only stop black people for. Start putting more cops in downtown Chicago and pull over people that you will pull over black people from. All that'll happen is the black people that go in that neighborhood will get pulled over. That's all that'll happen. It'll be, it'll make it a safer, white people will still not get disturbed and black people, if they happen just to cruise by that neighborhood, are going to get pulled over. That's all mm-hmm. that's gonna happen. Well, what does oh, white people mean? will complain. White people will complain how police are, mm-hmm. you know, being in a pain. That's more yeah. likely to happen. That's more likely to happen. The white people will complain. But guess what? Yeah, we're the- complaining. We're complaining, and nothing's happening. Yeah, but but happen right, but that's my question. It's like we've so been we've complaining, we've been protesting, we've been doing all this stuff, and what's gonna change with the police? Like, there's certain laws that we can change to help systemic racism not be as blatant as it used to be. But as far as policing. Like, what can you do with these types of situations where police ain't going to overreact? What are you going to do with the police, like, the authority? They, they, need, to, they need to learn their neighborhood. Whatever, whatever neighborhood they're assigned to, they need to learn these people. Learn, build relationships with these people. And then you won't be fucking suspicious when a fucking Camaro is in the neighborhood all of a sudden. Like, oh, so how do, you make them, how do you make them do that? Because well, it's certain cops that will do that because you got good cops. But you got bad cops that don't give a fuck about anything. And how do you make them do that? Well, you got to have black and brown cops that are on the force. They got to stop with this this blue line and protecting all blue, all blue. And they're all brothers in it together. And if they see someone doing fucked up, not coming up, that's got to fucking stop. It's like like a fucking game. That's what I'm saying. I don't trust black cops. I don't trust brown cops. Because they all speak together. No one's speaking up. No one's speaking up and saying, hey, I was fucking there. There was no reason to fucking shoot that dude. That was excessive force. The biggest gang in America. Hey, hey, right. Exactly. When you you got that fucking badge on all y'all vice lords and folks. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's all it is. (laughs) Ain't no snitching. Ain't no snitching. Right. That, That in the George Floyd case, that Asian dude just watched that happen. He just watched that. Like, yeah. He didn't do anything. He yeah, didn't look what they doing. Look, look what they doing to the to the boyfriend of Breonna Taylor. How they trying to pro- right. like they trying to nail that man to the cross. Like y'all are bugging right now. Yeah, but they, they try to get him a deal to snitch. They even try yeah. to kick some dirt on her name. Like she was involved in the drug business. Like get out of here, y'all. Really, y'all doing y'all doing the most. Anything but, I mean, to protect y'all white asses. Hey, so hey, you know what? So what if she was? Did that give you the right to break in the house and kill her? You, you're the judge and the jury now? So what? That, that's what we need to understand. You are not the judge and the jury. You don't get to prosecute people on demand. Okay, so what? So what? Maybe, maybe she could have beat that case. But she, guess what? She don't get a chance. Black people don't never get a chance to go to trial because they get to kill us first. because no, you're, you're guilty as soon as you're born because you're black. Right, but that's, see, that's, that's what the way needs to at. happen, though. All the high-profile stuff with Amaya Aubrey and Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and all that stuff that's happened now that's in the media, none of that stuff has gone to trial yet. When that stuff goes to trial, if they convict all these mugs of, like, first-degree murder, 
then something might change with how the police think about what they do. But if they don't, it's the same shit that's been happening for the last you know, you gotta 50 years. You got to pull their pensions. So, well, well, exactly. That's what you got to do. You got to make it where, and this- You got to say the example. Problem. Exactly. Not just, listen, they can't be sued. They can't be sued. The city can't be sued or whatever. That's where you got to vote people in and say, hey, if these cops want to be held accountable, but this is what's going to change. When you take their money out their kids' pocket, where their kids can't go to college now because they don't have anything because they were sued for a, 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 a wrongful death. That's what has to change when they are held accountable. And something yeah. else has got to change. We all understand that uh, if you murder somebody, shoot them in the back seven times uh, for no reason, or you kill somebody, everybody understands that those guys should be fired and prosecuted. But when you start talking about good cops and bad cops, I've been a manager at my job for a long time. Usually, the people who can't do the minor things are also the bad apples. So when you got a cop, when cops in Chicago- I, hate I fucking hate that term so much. In, in Chicago, in Chicago, it's a big deal to hire a thousand new cops. Guess what? You should be hiring a thousand new cops every year and firing 1,500 cops every year. Those who don't show up for work, those who are not in the right place at the right time, those who don't answer the call, those guys, you should be firing the worst 10% and keep it moving. It should be a big deal to hire a thousand. It should be a, 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 a the norm to fire 1,500. But see, like Puerto Rico always is talking about the union. You can't, that's the problem is the union. They're not going to let you fire cops yep. for like minor infractions or stuff that they're not supposed to be doing. It's got to be like major where you got to take people to court for first degree murder. That's when you get fired. You ain't getting fired for like pulling over only black people. And never Let's start. I just, I just want to start off with, I want them to lose their pension when they kill unarmed people. But that, that's, 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 part, that's, that's part of the union. That. That's part of the union. Part of union. That's not going to happen. That's part of union, Craig. Yeah. And, well, and you know, union is unions are necessary because, uh, especially back in the day, they were protecting workers from you know big business and stuff exploiting. Uh, just think about the union stockyards and stuff like that. The exploitation that came of the workers. So unions were necessary, but now the balance is off, and now it's it's to a point where it's an abuse. So when they people say defund the police or they don't want police, I you know what in this capitalist society we need uh, some law enforcement, so just to keep some kind of balance. Because if not, it's going to be the wild west. Well, it's the but wild defund, west now. Defund, but defund. I, we need some kind of force, but it just needs to be to the standards of today. Those the police is a uh, is something that came. The police force is something that originates from those slave mobs that were going out for runaway slaves, the Texas Rangers, you know, to to protect uh, to protect white people. That that needs to stop, man. That needs to change. They need to change well, the way. You need they oversight. It. You need oversight from people that are not in the police department. You need mm -hmm. oversight from just lay people that are just part of the communities for the community to have yeah. oversight of what the cops are doing. They can see the body cam videos. They can, you know, do investigations on what's going on out in the field. That's what needs to happen for, I mean, everywhere. If they were able to be, you know, like looked over by people that aren't part of the police department, 
then things would change because they would yeah. be able to to differentiate crap that looks like it's just like cop shit and mm -hmm. shit that people are doing is just like blatantly murder or blatantly yeah. racist. Defunding defunding the police isn't necessarily abolishing though. Like I I, I haven't heard anybody say, oh, let's get rid of them. I, I mean I have I have sort of a few people, but yeah, I was gonna say I've heard people saying abolish it. But the main thing is deep, like take some all this money they get and put it back into these communities. Put it back in the mm -hmm. schools, put in these fucking programs. And get okay. and get people into activities. Mm -hmm. You know, and and know what that looks like? It looks like fucking Naperville. That's what it looks like. A fucking suburb. That's what it, that's what a fucking that's what defunding the city police will look like. A fucking suburb. All these fucking activities available to people. Mm -hmm. So here, here's the here's the thing with me is looking at what's going on out where I live with all the Trump supporters and everything, like these people are not changing, like regardless as to what you know they're seeing on TV. Uh, Styles brought up the the NBA and everybody was protesting. These people aren't going to change their beliefs. They still feel like there's no no racism. They still feel like there's no social injustice. That the police department is still the police department in their in their eyes. So that stuff is not going to change. So if that stuff doesn't change, then how does society change? How, how is what we're doing now with the protests and everything going to change anybody when these niggas already don't believe in anything as far as us being suppressed or held down or racism? What changes that? It's not everybody. You, you're going to find people on both sides. Like the people you're talking about, that's not everybody. I, I don't well, know. I, mean, well, I, I think that's the majority always, of the country, though. The majority of the country does not live in urban areas. Majority of the country gets all their information just from what they see on TV. So even if, if you're in the urban areas and you're seeing all this strife and police brutality and stuff like that, people that live out in the country are not seeing that. And to them, racism was done with uh, Martin Luther King. Well, time, time out, time out. Let, that's true. Let's keep it real. <laughs> that's true. Let, let, let's, you know, let's keep it real. That's the way they think. You're in Arizona. You're in Arizona. <laughs> How is it out there, Styles? White. <laughs> I mean, I've been through, I've been to a lot of these throughout a lot of these states, and they have no idea of what it is to be a person of color or, or a black person in urban America. Right, and all of us are looking at it from being in Chicago. You yep, think yeah. about South Dakota, North Dakota, Wyoming, Montana, like all yeah, these places. Yeah, nah, these yeah. motherfuckers, there ain't no black people there. So all their all their conclusions come based off of what the news, what the media is telling them, or what Trump is telling them. Yeah. Well, let's let's keep it real. I don't want to change them crackers. Fuck y'all. Y'all bring that shit to niggas' doorstep. You're gonna get it like a regular cracker. Now the system, now the system needs to change. Are you going to harass people and, and, and stop people from voting or stop people from all these things that's supposed to be in the Constitution? Now, that type of stuff I want to change, the system part of it. But, but just a regular-ass cracker, motherfucker, be yeah, racist I, if you want to, yeah, but I, I don't bring that shit that. here. Yeah, bring that, don't bring that shit here because you'll get it, cracker. But those motherfuckers that end up on the police force. But that, but that, well, that's the problem, though. Why are they on the police force when you know they got racist fucking tattoos and you know they got fucking racist fucking uh, uh threads on facebook that's something they should be investigating that's, yeah, a, that's something that we're that's something we're paying for out of our pockets they're not gonna take my money and fuck me over now a regular motherfucker cracker you want to be racist if you want to come on talk that nigga shit if you want to 
but there's repercussions. I'm not going to be filming you, Karen. I'm going to bust that ass. See, yeah, that's really can. strong bravado talk. God, that's 100%. That's 100% Esquire. Okay, let's, change, let's change the system. Let's change the system. But you I don't understand. get to just walk up to me in Walmart and, and get to talk that bullshit to me. And you're no, you just, you're just like you won't, me. you won't change the system if you don't I'm not get trying to change, these I'm other I'm not state. trying to change that. I'm trying to bust that ass. Everything don't need to be changed. Okay. <laughs> you just I'm, said I'm change, change the system it. though. You just but, said change but they, the system. But they're not part of the system. They're just regular people. <laughs> they want to think they But they vote. And I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying though. He, 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 we're, he's, he's trying to say we're not responsible for those people. Like we're, we're, we, I'm not, I'm not about to convince a racist that I'm worthy. Like that's just nuts to me. Okay. It is, yeah, that won't it is, happen. It's either believe it or you don't. But in, in terms of the system, sure. Let's, let's try to do whatever it takes to get that change. But as, as niggas that live in Montana, I don't give a fuck. Be in Montana. Okay. We're, we're, we're Look, this is what you guys, you guys are not listening. You guys are not listening. All right, one at a time, one at a time. You're not listening. In order to change the system, you, you said you wanted to change the system and people to vote to get this cha system changed and stuff. Where you're at, yes, you may feel that way. You may have allies and stuff that feel that way that will vote that way. But 98% of the rest of the country doesn't live in fucking Chicago, New York, and LA. So in those areas, that shit, if you don't get some kind of change going into those areas, you're just we're just repeating the same frustration over and over again. I don't give a fuck about people in Montana either, but you know what? We need them motherfuckers to start seeing that shit isn't the same and that the system is rigged not just against Black people, it's rigged against poor people to keep poor people down. Well, here, that's where you're not getting. Uh, listen, I, I get it, Puerto Rico, but here's the reality of it. It ain't going to change. Martin it's Luther not. King was for poor people when they murdered him. That's why they murdered They didn't even murder Martin Luther King for trying to get uh, Black people civil rights. He was trying start, to get poor people's rights. That economic yeah. uh, equality here's shit. Listen, we're going to have another 400 years before people in Montana understand because guess what? They don't see black people. They don't believe this is happening. And guess what? I'm not paying for a regular guy in Montana into that system. My taxes yes, go into, well, not really. No, you pay, federal to, you pay federal taxes. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But those federal taxes are not going to change fucking Montana. I'm, that's just the reality. It's been 400 years. And it hasn't I, you changed. know what? No, I, I, I call bullshit because your federal taxes are going into farmer subsidy. And so you're paying. They still, still haven't changed. They still haven't changed. Things. Have they changed? Have they changed? Right, but that's what we're talking about is how but do I'm you change I'm telling you. I'm not, I'm not talking about the here. system part. I'm talking about people, the people here, part here, of it. Here, Some here, farmer here. in Montana is not going to love black people because I pay taxes. Yeah, but fuck that farmer. I'm talking about system. like how do you change the people that are getting into the system and, and controlling the system? Here's the silly yeah. reality of it. We're we're not gonna see systematic racism as as this system has been going on for centuries, we're not gonna see that change. Our the next generation probably isn't and the next. Our but job you can't, is, I, I'm not our, gonna say wait, that wait, though. Wait, wait, wait. Our our job, our job is 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 not up to us to change it solely. That's just too much to bear. Our job is to do our part and hand the baton off to the, and make it a little bit easier, if we can, to the next generation. 
and so on and so forth. It's not up to us to change this fucking systems that's been held, held holding us down forever. It, it, it's impossible. It's just not going to happen. It, and it's a fucking fallacy to even think that way. You can vote whoever. You can vote for whoever you want right now. It's not going to change it. So you say that there's never been anything dealing with in the United States systematically that you said this is never going to change. I, I'm never going to see this because I remember when Obama got elected. And I know you're not the biggest fan of Obama or whatever, but I never <laughs> thought I would see a black president in my lifetime. Like I was like, I bet money on it with, with this dude at where I was like, there's no way it's going to be a black president. This country is too racist. It's founded, you, founded on racist you, principles. Do you believe Obama was the first qualified person to be president? No. The first black person? The first black person that ran? Yeah. You, do you saying? believe he's, he's the, he was the first black person qualified to be president? Based no. off of what we have in office now, any black, I could be president. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not talking about Trump. I'm talking about. Don't say no, nigga. Oh. I, could, I could be president. <laughs> you know, no, you can't. Not with your edible habit every Saturday. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> I never inhaled, though. I never inhaled. <laughs> hey, that's just legal. So that's just legal. That nigga has life. War. <laughs> we can say it's legal. They gonna say it's legal. Uh, tootin' crack. We just do it. We go to war every weekend. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, the only I'm person sorry. ever, the only black person ever made any kind of progress as far as running for president was Jesse Jackson. Do I like Jesse Jackson? Not really. I think that nigga's shady. But he was qualified to be president. Okay, so that John Lewis I, would have been qualified to be president. How long did that take? Rest in peace. How long did what take? Before Obama to be president. A long like, time. A, a, exactly. Like you and 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 because you've seen it, that doesn't mean like it, I'm not saying we can this is impossible for us to get rid of systematic racism. I'm saying that we're probably not going to see it in our lifetime. But why, why have that viewpoint, though? Why, why not just say, hey, the country is actually listening to people now because there are protesters. We got white people marching the streets, taking bullets and getting tear gassed and all that kind of stuff. That, that I thought I would never see. It's like all white people protesting for black people. And, and when did you think you would see that crap? And that is a step in the right direction, but it's not enough at the end of the day. We, we're, what is we're, enough? These, all this, all this are baby steps. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not, it's, it's not going to fall on a single generation to abolish it completely. Everybody hey. has to do their part. Hey, hey, here's, here's, here's something. Here's something that describes 2020 in a nutshell. White people are killing white people at a Black Lives Matter rally. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> and, and we getting blamed for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a Black Lives Matter rally. Y'all going there shooting each other left here, and right. Like, here, what but, the fuck is really going on? Now? But the NRA don't claim school shooters, though. How that work? That's that's something needs to be abolished. The NRA, the NRA <laughs> needs work? to go away. They're working on that. The, How that the, work? The Black Attorney General in New York is working on disbanding the NRA. I love it. I love it. It needs to happen because they, they funded too many of these congressmen and senators, and that's why they vote the way that they do, and they, nobody cares about gun laws because they're getting uh, their pockets greased. 
the NRA went away, a lot of these gun laws will change. They need to. And and don't get me wrong, I, I have hope because I see what's happening right now. I do have hope that it's going to be better. But do I still think that just, just the system needs to be better? Racism, I don't have any hope for that. I think when you see, when white people see a black person, they're always going to judge you. That's just simple as that. Now, the system, the laws of it, uh, over-policing, and when you want to stop people and all those type of things, I do think that is getting, it will get better. Maybe not in my life. It's, 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 it's 2020, and we still getting hung from trees, fam. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying it's never not going to happen, but all we got to do is chip at it. That's all. That's all it takes. And, and we're, and none of us on this, on this, on this feed is probably going to ever see that day. And that's just the shitty reality of it. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping for better. I'm hoping for, I mean, I, I don't necessarily believe that everything is going to change, but I feel like with what the movement is right now and the support that the movement has, that things can actually move if we have a plan of how to change the things. And I think that's what the biggest problem is, is everybody wants things to change, but we don't know how to change it. And if we knew how to change it, we could say, hey, we need one, two, three, four, five to change in order for the systemic racism to stop or to, for the judges or the court system to be different or the police department to be different. If we had a plan or some kind of way to fix it, we could fix it right now because the people are actually listening. But the I, problem I is we don't plan. know what's the steps. I have a plan. But you're speaking yeah, your about that like it's like it's face, nigga, in Yeah, Walmart. no, Wait, your plan is about no, no, no. You didn't you didn't ask you didn't ask me about you didn't ask Crumbies. me the system. No, no, no. Time out. You didn't ask me about the systematic you, plan. You talking about, about regular? Fixing. I'm talking about regular cracker plan. You don't talking about fixing the system? Don't come to me with that caring shit because that would be your ass. Now you want to talk about how to change the justice system and all those type of things? Yes, I have a plan for that. But you want to talk about regular cracker shit? Oh, I tell you right now, the plan is. I put blood in your mouth, nigga. <laughs> Mr. Regular, Mr. Shit, regular. You're gonna be part of the system because we're gonna be you listen, listen, don't threaten me. Don't threaten my life. Don't threaten my family life. Don't all that tough talking. Watch it. Shout we all bleed. Night. We all bleed. You you speaking, you speaking on uh fixing the system as if it's like fixing a flat tire. Like it's just like this step-by-step -step thing. It's the system is what it is because it's not a broken system. It's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Right. Like it's so change the system. Okay, but you saying that like it's like fixing a flat tire though. It's not it that is. easy. No, it is. It's step. There's certain <laughs> steps that have to be done in order to change whatever you're trying to do. It, no matter what, what whatever system you're talking about in life, you have to have steps in order to fix it. You can't just say I just want this to stop, or I just want this to end, or I just want it to be better. That's bullshit. That's not a plan. No. There's no well, plan even, that we that we're saying like, hey, we need one, two, three, four, five in order to okay. So what's the plan? Then? To change. Well, Tell I'm, me I'm, step by step. There is one. I'm about to give you a plan yeah, right now. Right. I'm about to give you a plan for certain things right now. I don't know how this works in uh, Louisiana, but in Illinois, we vote for the attorney general. So guess what? Murder is forever. You always could be charged with murder. So this dude in Louisiana doesn't want to prosecute Breonna Taylor's murderers. You vote his black ass out and you get somebody in there that will. And you get there and you get every fucking person that you can get to go out and vote. And you get his ass out of there. And maybe you don't get these motherfuckers to, we don't get them cops today, we get them tomorrow. Because murder 
There is no statute of limitations. So you, that's the plan for him. You get his black ass up out of there. So when you're, when you're talking about a plan though, there's been a plan that's been out there. It's just, it's been ignored and no one's following it or has wanted to adapt it and follow it. No, no, the Black Panthers nobody, had the greatest, the great no, plan. The 10 point the, program that they had. Here's that the plan. Here's the, here's the, it's a difference now though. The, the, the difference is people are more educated, people are more aware, and you gotta freaking execute the plan. You gotta get people, I, I, know, I know Jews don't believe in voting, and you might not get everybody to vote, but if you want justice for some of these things, you have to vote that attorney general out and get somebody that will help you get your plan together. It might not even be 10 years, it might be 20 years. But those guys still can be held accountable and you execute the plan to get your attorney general in there that's going to come up and say, I'm going to arrest these dudes when I get my chance. And that's part of the plan because I don't believe in the system because it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's nuts to me to say the system is all these things and then go to said system to change it. But That's then nice how me. do you change it though? If you don't try to change it with from within, how are you going to change it? So, like, cause have, what I'm hearing the answer, is that the, change, the nice system's me. me, the system's messed up, and I agree with you 100. percent The system is fucked up, but your it sounds like your response is to do nothing. So, what what I've is been, your response? I've been burning shit down. Like, <laughs> maybe I'm I'm dressing it on myself, but I'm not. I'm working within my communities. Hey, I'm out please, here. Please edit that. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's like, wanna, it's just like we don't want to lose a whole nother show over one comment. <laughs> 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 but it's a, it's just like any system, like like where you work, at the job that you work at, or if you work for a big corporation, it's it's run by white people. If you want to change the system and change how they view black people or change how they treat the minorities within the company or how what the what the company does for you minorities. Be a good old boy. No, but how do you how do you change that unless you're in, in in some part part of the system in order to fix it? You know what I'm saying? Like unless unless the company that we're at, we're managers and we're overseeing people, we're all minorities. And now people kind of maybe look at us a little bit different because now they got minorities in positions. We're not in the higher positions, like in the company, we're not VPs, but until you are able to get VPs in those positions in order to, to affect change, you got to work your way up in that system in order to affect change. Like I just hired my first black tech this week, the first, first black employee that I've been able to hire since I moved out to Pennsylvania. I'm like, dude, like, I don't understand why this whole company is so lily white. And we live in an area that's not all white. So why don't we have representation within, you know, what we do as a company? So unless we start doing that the same way with all the systemic racism that's in the country, the justice system and whatever else we're talking about, black people got to infiltrate those things and then work from within, like Puerto Rico I'm sure, said. I'm sure our company has uh, an office that's in Wisconsin has no black employees. Just think about right. that. In freaking Milwaukee, in freaking Kenosha. Here in Pennsylvania, ain't no in Kenosha. Minority. Dude, That's what I'm saying. You should hear the way they talk about having to go into Kenosha right now. And it's, 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 it's something because I'm on these weekly meetings and when they bring up Kenosha, they'll generally bring up, they'll say riots. They're like, yeah, we gotta be careful because <laughs> the riots going on. 
I always come off mute and say, protest. <laughs> and they're like, like huh? and I'm like, yeah, it's protest. It's not right. And, and then I just go back on mute. I don't say anything. Else. And they're like, you hear them kind of stumble a bit, and uh, uh, okay. So and then they keep going. But whenever I hear them say riots, I say protest. That's the only right, time and if I you come weren't on mute. there. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody else speaking up. Ain't no white people nope. speaking up saying, hey, these ain't riots, man. This is what it's about. Just you saying protest is something. You know what I'm saying? It's not huge, but it's something. You know what I'm saying I'm the only person there, of color on that call. Right, that's what I'm saying. If you're not on that call, then what's the, where's the representation at? Then people, then everybody just keeps on talking about niggas and riots and all kinds of stuff. If he's not on that call, they they saying nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the NBA, the, the NBA protest. I was gonna ask y'all real quick before we move off this uh this Jacob Blake topic. What was what would y'all thoughts on the uh the little white boy that was walking out doing those protests, shooting shooting people? And now how they, how they, how they, you know, how they be trying to protect him in the media. And I seen, you know, people calling him a hero and Trump, Trump ain't talking down on him. I, I don't know what the laws are in Wisconsin, but uh, I'm, you know, that a 17 year old can't walk around with a, exactly, uh, exactly. So at that, point, people. At, at that point, let's not defend the guy that broke the law beforehand. Are like you hmm. 17 walking around with a rifle? Uh, all that, everything else goes out the window. Everything else goes out the window. I don't want to hear he was defending himself. He wouldn't have to defend himself if he didn't, wasn't 17 with a rifle. So at that point, you're a criminal and they should fucking put his ass in jail for the rest of his fucking life. And, and just so anyone who says that he was defending himself, Wisconsin has no stand your ground law. So uh, it's illegal for what he did any aspect that you look at it was completely fucking illegal. And, and he went over state himself lines. in the situation, huh? He went over state, state lines, lines with a with a gun that he shouldn't right. have had, and him saying that he was afraid for his life and standing his, his ground. His mom drove him. Bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's and, bullshit. And, yeah. And, and as a person, I'm gonna tell you this because I know a guy that um, from Chicago that went across to Racine, Wisconsin. 20 something years ago and murdered somebody and then came back. He got life in prison because Wisconsin will not let you murder a person from Wisconsin and then go back to Illinois and hide. That was the judge said at that time, this should be no different from him. He went back across state lines. He should get life. But he's, he has the system on the side though. Yep. That's the thing. And they got the yeah. president on his side. Well, guess what I mean, he doesn't this nigga have? had the, the two uh, crazy white people that stepped out their house with the guns, uh, flashed them at the Black Lives Matter. They was at the RNC, at the convention, speaking. That so, crazy. I mean, what's this? It's craziness. That well, crazy. It's, but it's, it's the law on his side. The law says you're 17, yes. you can't have a gun. Then that's the law. Like you can't, if he, you if can't he's white, fucking shut yes, the job the laws on his side. But if we can't have, that's what I mean about the system. We can't have white laws and black laws. The law is the law. I mean, I, I know it doesn't work. I'm not that naive to say it works like that. But damn, what does it really mean then if the law doesn't, is not the law? And you know what? And, and speaking on this kid and speaking on what happened in Wisconsin, I just want to say fuck Brian Erlacher. Um, you bullshit racist <laughs> motherfucker. You finally revealed yourself true to everyone, what everyone already knew. I always knew you and Olin Cruz together. 
were just some racist <laughs> bastards. <laughs> I always hated y'all. So I'm what just going to put that. Huh? Kyle Long, too. Long. I'm sure he will reveal his true colors. Hey, how come? How, see, this is, what I, this is what pisses me off. We shouldn't need Brian Urlacher, dumbass fucking tweet or whatever he's doing to know he's a racist. There's all types of black people play with him. How come y'all don't tell us this dude's a racist? Or is he only a racist when he's by himself? But when he's around niggas, he loves them. That's exactly. how most white people are. He probably yeah, loves the like, niggas that can do something for him, like he's, he's, on a football team. He the NFL is predominantly black players. You think he's gonna go in a locker room being <laughs> KKK? Like, like, <laughs> uh, of course he's, he's he's who he is in, 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 in by himself. But you know, yeah. if you spend enough time with someone, you you see that Figure come it out. out. Yeah, you right. see it come out. So why hasn't someone, one of his teammates yeah. or something beforehand, like Matt Forte came out denouncing Erlacher now. I'm like, well, why didn't you denounce him? You know he was doing racist shit back when he was on the Bears. Why didn't you denounce him then? He can't know that, though. Oh, oh yeah. Know he, that. Knows. he knows that. You can't know I, that. You he can't know that someone's racist? Come for on, six man. or seven years I, around I, somebody, you for, know. Yeah. I, for, for shit like that, like, you can't, like, you you can't know what people do behind closed doors in in, a, in the comfort in the comfort of their own homes. I must have a special power then because I can do it in the first five minutes of meeting someone. I'm like, yeah, he's a racist. Because you think everybody's racist. Because everyone <laughs> is. Most most everybody is. <laughs> yeah. but, I should I should have known when he got the uh, that black woman pregnant. And he still was uh, going against. Her. I should have known that day. That's what I should have known. He was racist. Didn't he get a black woman pregnant? Yeah, the stripper. Yeah, he's got, he's uh-huh, got a black yeah. son. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's when I should have known. That's the scary part. You got a black kid yeah. at that. Like, God damn, you, that's, damn. I wonder what them conversations like. Hey, hey if, I was her, if I was her, I would go re-up on that child support. I don't want my son around his races. Go I want two million a month. Yeah, go, go re-up on that <laughs> Two million for your racist ass. Yep, hey, it might be up, like man. uh like Coco said. It might be uh he calling his son a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what if he is on that? <laughs> I know I, I know he did go to like some type of uh he went to go try to get custody of his kid because he was mad that his um baby mama was painting his fingernails or something or getting his toes done. Something weird like that. I know he's like homophobic too. that I know. Well, it was. It's always been his dream to actually own a person of color, so that's why he wanted to. He finally got one. He finally got. He's like, "This is my chance to finally own hey, one to be like hey, my he, ancestors." Hey there, boy, what you doing he there? Make, he make his son do chores just so he can feel like he a fucking. Uh, <laughs> well, while he sits on the porch drinking lemonade and shit. Hey there, boy. <laughs> make his son cut the uh, cut the grass with scissors. Yeah. And by the way, I know there was a Bears player that reached out to Brian Urlacher and wanted to talk. There's no talking to him. Why do you want to talk to him and make peace with a racist? Let him. He showed who he is. Let him be who he is. Yeah. I'm trying to when show, someone shows you who they are, believe them. Believe. And just let them be. That's like church people doing the gay therapy shit. Like, well, fuck, he gay. <laughs> no, leave him alone. They're not changing him. Yeah. Just leave him alone. Let him be a racist. Let everybody know he's a racist and call him a racist. Yep. 
Yep. So fuck Earl Acker. Fuck Kyle Definitely. Long. Fuck Olin Cruz. Fuck them all. <laughs> Mike Dicker. Don't forget Mike Dicker. <laughs> oh, Mike oh Dicker. and Mike Dicker. Oh, Definitely Mike Dicker. That's the head of the clan one. right there. That's the head of the clan, Mike Dicker. Yeah, that's the grand wizard right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. He is, his, his hell clock has already started. And anyone who walks around celebrating Mike Dicka with your fucking fake mustaches and stuff when Bears games come up and all this shit, you're a fucking racist too. Oh, guess what? We missing one person. Fuck Dan Hampton too. Super racist. Yeah, Dan Hampton too. Yeah, fuck Dan Hampton. Let's just call out all all white bears. Any white bears. They're playing before 2000. Fuck y'all. Fuck, what is it? Virginia? Is that her name? Uh-huh. Virginia McCaskey. Fuck her too. Yeah, she's a fucking racist. <laughs> Yo, Jules God. is silent. Jules doesn't want to mess up his end with the Bears. <laughs> y'all done? Hey. Y'all any more? Any more? No, no. I got, I got one more. I got one. Because Brian, Brian McCaskey. Brian, because Brian Erlacher is Jewish. I guess this show won't get posted now. <laughs> we, just, we just wasted another hour and a half. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so hey. Megan the Stallion. Um, <laughs> What did y'all? What did y'all think about uh, the NBA? I mean, well, well all the athletes, uh, as far as with the J- Jacob Blake stuff, took a took a stand and boycotted uh, themselves. It started off with the Bucks refusing to play their game versus the Magic, and then it just went from basketball uh, to baseball. Then uh, who? Somebody else boycotted the no, soccer. Tennis. Too. Tennis too. There's yeah. a tennis player that did it. Yeah. So yeah. yeah what did, what? what 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 is y'all thoughts on that? Shut up and dribble. <laughs> Look, I don't have any notions that what they're doing is changing anything, but I I appreciate them using their platform to speak out on what's the, the injustice. So I, props to them for doing what they did, but it's not it ain't gonna change anything. It's not about it, don't pump fake don't pump fake that. That oh we're gonna sit out until such and such get judged. Don't, don't pump fake that and then and then don't do it. That's that's corny. This it's performative to me at that point. I I, I guess if anybody not. if anybody was gonna do it that only made sense to me was the Bucks because it because the Blake shooting happened in their in their in their uh in their backyard. So but the Brewers could, the Brewers did too, and baseball is predominantly no one cares white. About, no one cares about baseball. But it, but I could see, I could see, I could see the Bucks in the locker room, and then just off impulse, like, yeah, I'm, we can't do, I'm not playing, I can't do this. I can, I can understand that, but the whole LeBron walking out of the meeting and walking around with a Malcolm X book now, like, stop it, cap, stop it, stop it, shut up and dribble. You, I, I guess my thought is have a plan. That's that's what that's kind of what Shotown uh, Knight was saying. If you're gonna do stuff, have a plan. Like don't do anything on impulse. Okay, if we do this today. What are we gonna do tomorrow? And, and it's fine. They, they should not play. Game. If they was gonna do it at all, don't play. Well, it's fine. They did it for one game. But I guess my thought is, 
you're going to do this one game and then what you're going to do next. And, and the one thing I don't think, I said this a million times, don't all professional players, all people of color that's playing professional sports, don't lose money over this. Don't lose one penny over these protests because and guess that, what? That, that money builds schools like LeBron is doing. That money gives back to black communities. Take their money and use their money for us. Don't lose money. You can't help me sitting on the bus with me. And that's my point. Help me. And that's my point with LeBron. Shut up and dribble. Because you're not. Stop trying to be Muhammad Ali. Just stop it. Because two of your decisions, you, you calculate business decisions. And, and, I, and I'm not knocking you for it. And that's no, no judgment like towards. No, yeah. I'm not. But I want like to be yeah, I want. Him, I, want I hate him, to hear you compliment the motherfucker. <laughs> I, want, I want him. I want him to be who he is. Stop. Stop with this. You walking around with a Malcolm X book, acting like you you taking selfies with a Malcolm X book, and then you want to get asked about it. And when you get asked about it, you look, you sound stupid. He's a smart man, a uh, very smart man. Yeah, like what, nigga? Just stop it. Be who you are. I, I, I think it was funny to me about the book. Like, damn, nigga, you ain't see the movie? Like, what, <laughs> <laughs> like, what? what are you talking about right now? You a dumbass motherfucker. We're not going to niggas for reading. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, fuck <laughs> not. It's not Listen, you can read the book and watch the movie. But if you ain't watched the movie already, and then they ask you about the book, and you have no idea, like, damn, nigga. Put the book down there. Exactly. Like, why are you like <laughs> walk? You taking posting it on his like shut. Just stop it with the performative shit. And then the whole I called Obama about this. Like, why are you calling Obama? Why are you calling Obama about some shit that he wouldn't even do? That was That's like my, that called, was my pub duty because you know Stephen A. reported that uh, the young boys, the young players, were mad at LeBron because he was in those meetings talking talking big boy like he you know he was you know better than them. Pretty much, he was better than all the players in the meeting. But I'm like, why? Why is he calling Obama about the situation? And well, that well, has nothing wrong that, with that. It is because guidance. Maybe need a guidance. Okay, but Obama is not going to tell you, hey, you should protest. He 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 needs to. If you want to do that, he needs to call somebody that's more down for a fight. Him calling Obama is equivalent to me calling Esquire about some church stuff. I already know what his answer is going to be because I know how he feel about that. Like it, it doesn't make. If, if I was thinking about, hey, I, 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 don't, I don't think I should pay my tithes. Let me call Esquire about this. Let's see what he thinks. Let's see what Esquire thinks about that. Let me call some. Let Please don't ask you, are your tithes hollow? <laughs> like, that don't make no sense to me. It's, let me call Esquire about my tithes. Let me see what he thinks. See, I, think, I think him calling Obama is more so because Obama knows how to deal with the media. He dealt with the media for eight years and is still dealing with the media. He's dealt with black what? issues, and he that still has a good sense. standing. It, it does. It, it, it depends on how <laughs> LeBron you look needs it. help with dealing with the media. LeBron James, yes, at in this situation, because because Stop what's it. happening is is he he has a voice in the NBA. If he's like pushing for the season to be over, and he got people, and he's bringing in, and he's and everybody's agreeing with him, then the NBA is going to be canceled. So he's asking Obama, like, how should we keep playing? And let our voices be heard when an interview. But you know what Obama's answer is. Obama, Obama is not going to not tell him not to play. Well, Obama, you you, Obama he, he needs to call is. somebody that's more down for a fight, and that's my well, whole point. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. But what you're saying you want him to call somebody that's going to tell him the opposite of what Obama's telling him. 
That's all. You, you no, wanna, you, you need to call like a military. You need to call. You need to call somebody that you know you don't know the answer already. It it, it just doesn't make sense. That's why would I call like Tracy Morgan? Call, he should call Tracy Morgan. Why would I call Esquire uh, about paying my ties that I'm struggling with? Well, I'm, I'm gonna give y'all here advice. I'm about I, to I need, give y'all advice. I'm about to give y'all. I'm about to give y'all an exclusive right now. Obama called me to ask me what do I think LeBron should do. And exactly what Obama just said, go back and play, get your money, keep supporting black things and black causes until we get this all figured out. Don't rush into anything. That's what I told Obama, and that's what I, Obama told LeBron. And that's an exclusive right here on the fucking Illogic podcast. That's Obama. Or Obama. <laughs> he put the call in to, to Obama. He's like right. the Godfather. Listen, listen, we can't afford not walking away from paper right now as, as black people. We need to get our money and make our money work. The one thing I would tell us, the one thing we need to do in the NBA or anything, we need to figure out and make these people understand that our, not just black lives, black money is important. And I said this on the thread with uh, the Chi-Town night in uh, Puerto Rico. You want to start hurting these people? Start fucking with the economy. How people going crazy about nobody's working? Well, how about the people that's even not working and the people that got money stop supporting white people businesses? When they boycotted uh, uh, the buses in the 60s, it broke their pockets. That black people are not paying money to get on that bus. Black people walk. Black people uh, got other rides from other black people. You got to hit them in the pockets. And I, when I say hit them in the pockets, I don't mean just looting. I don't mean just making them spend money on their on their business to get them back and running. Stop, stop fucking with Facebook. Stop fucking with Amazon. Stop fucking with all these people that we could just do this from home. We're not asking you to walk. We're not asking you to get a ride from somebody else. Just delete that shit. Just imagine if these motherfuckers on Facebook don't have as much advertisement because black people deleted their shit. Just delete. Twitter, just delete. But the and problem is that people, people don't want to be inconvenienced whatsoever. And that's what the biggest problem is. Like, who's going to not go to, to the gas station to get gas and walk instead of driving a car? Who's going to not, not order stuff from Amazon what, and go to a black-owned nigga, business? Y'all wouldn't even stop watching the NFL. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about here? You want people, That's what I'm saying. I'm saying leave, nobody like, wants to be inconvenienced. But we got to make that. We got to make that decision. And don't get me wrong. I just want you. I just want to. When you start talking about, like I said, when, when people go downtown and start looting and rioting and, and tearing up these businesses, and they're affected because that money is coming out their pocket. Well, how else can we affect money out of their pocket? That's all I'm saying. Do y'all? That is, do y'all I mean, that like, is what needs to happen. Do y'all feel like LeBron has a hero complex? No, I, I think he wants to do his part, but he doesn't understand how to do it. Like, it, this is not easy. It's not easy for do anybody. You, I don't know. I'm saying, do, you, do you feel like he has a hero complex to the point where he wants to be the one in the center of, in the center of it? No, I don't think so. I think LeBron is no different than you or me who wants to see some type of change. But because he's LeBron, people put more weight on that. People put more weight. We put more weight on... Uh, the Bucks protesting than we do 
when we see these people in Portland been protesting for a hundred days. Like we think that's bigger because the NBA did it for one day. No, what they're doing in Portland is huge. And we don't want to give them that complex as people. Like, oh, it's LeBron James. I don't give a fuck. I don't I think he gave him himself because with the report, yeah. according to the reports, he was upset because they did it without telling him. Like he's supposed to like you have to he has to green like this. And that's just nuts to me. Who the fuck are you? Yes, <laughs> is Puerto yes. Rico nodding off over there? That nigga he got that edible. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm doing some research, man. They they said uh, LeBron LeBron was feeling some kind of way when they they boycotted that game, but then also uh, when they asked him about the names on the back of their jerseys, he felt some kind of way about that too because he said nobody went, nobody talked to him. I I think he has a hero complex. He wants to, he always wants to make sure he's gonna be the good looks like the good guy no matter what. That's I think he wants think, to he wants to be the one to save the day. That's how my brother is. He wants to be the one that saves the day. I think I think that happens with a lot of people. I think. Well, that's they 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 made him like that. Well, he made himself like that, but then they, they the media made him like that too, because he's he's been talked about since he's been 16 years old, and he's lived up to everything, you know, all the expectations, and now he thinks like, yeah, this is this is my league. I run this shit. I should have an opinion. I should tell y'all what to do before y'all do it. Y'all should run it by me. But but isn't that the case with all celebrities? They all think they're bigger than what they are. At the end of the day. There's a thin line between preacher and teacher. And, and, and it, it, it's, it's, you want to teach the young boys, fine. Give them all the gems, all the knowledge and all that. But when you come preaching and thinking you're above all this and telling them what you like, that, that's where you start looking, looking a certain way. It's a thin line. And, and, and it just seems like He's on that preacher side right now. Like, like I said, that's um, how you lose people. That's, that's with most. That's right. with most celebrities. At the end of the day, everybody just needs to be looked at just as one person, one voice, one individual. At the end of the day, when LeBron dies, it's going to be millions and millions of people talking about how they love LeBron. At the end of the day, the only people that really love LeBron James are his close is friends, you. his mother, his father. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know him. Yo, yo, hey, who's this white know. guy that just joined us? <laughs> man, we just got joined by some white dude. Man. Yo. What, what the, the fuck? fuck was that? It's professional. That's what it's called. Professional. <laughs> oh, you like, shit. You like Trump's dude, Secret dude. Service. Hell yeah. Oh, man, for the people at home, you uh, just shit. missed quite a sight, man. I tried to get a picture of it. I missed it. <laughs> I was thrown off. I, was, I thought that was Jules at first. I'm like, no, that's not Jules. And then I saw Rob. <laughs> so, shit, that's him. <laughs> I thought like, like, yeah, I got no professional picture. pictures. I thought Jules somehow found a picture of you. You know, Jules always somehow find a p- pictures of people. And he holds them and put them up. He stalks. He stalks. <laughs> Sending pictures from 15 years ago. Oh, wow. Oh, uh, shit. But oh, wow. real quick, real quick. Uh, Dr. Dre and his, uh, his, his wife, well, soon to be ex-wife now, uh, are in court right now going through a divorce. And um, TMZ released. They got, you know, they got the, the court documents in. The wife is asking for $2 million a month 
two million dollars in these uh monthly that, two dollar expenses. That's that basil package. Yeah, she yeah, she uh so she needs for laundry and cleaning, she needs ten thousand dollars a month. For for the clothes she needs for her clothes when she goes shopping, she needs hundred and thirty five thousand a month. And education and living expenses, sixty thousand a month. Entertainment is nine hundred thousand dollars a month. <laughs> she asking for nine hundred thousand dollars to be entertained. What the fuck is that? <laughs> That's a lot of Netflix. <laughs> Hell yeah! That's, she has every streaming. <laughs> she Hold on, but also hey. she has she Peacock. has like one hundred twenty-five thousand for uh, charitable contributions. Yeah. Hey, I know. I know, I know a, a potential crummy buyer when I see one. <laughs> let's, take, let's take note of this. Let's take note of this. She was, and she also has twenty thousand a month for her uh, telephone. Her so I even know people still use house phones. So she has a telephone, she has a cell phone, and then she needs another twenty, maybe ten thousand for her email. <laughs> Why is her email in this? What's she gonna do? Email. What 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 is that? She got to pay for an email. What what is that? Yeah, she still got AOL. She got dialed. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty thousand. How long? How long does she think that should last? Like, if you're giving two million dollars a month, at some point, everybody goes broke. So how long should that last? Like, how, like, how long does that last? She got to be close to fifty. Yeah. Two million a month though. I mean, how long does that last? Is that forever? Two yeah, years? She's, she's years? fifty. She's fifty years old. Yeah, how long does that last? Shoot, I'm giving you. I'm giving you two uh, two months <laughs> of spousal support. That's four million dollars. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't about to keep paying your ass. <laughs> four million is more than enough for your living expenses. And, and so something I, funny. And now listen, he's a billionaire. He, he should at the minimum one hundred and fifty to two hundred million. At the minimum, he's not a billionaire. Well, eight hundred million. Yeah, eight hundred yeah, million. million. Yeah. Right, but at some point, okay, two hundred million, I guess. And they got a prenup, so that is, it is what it is at that point. So let she me. Two hundred million. That's she probably beat the prenup at that point. Let me ask the married men, all the married people who are here. Let's hypothetically, you have eight hundred million. Would you make your wife sign a prenup? The the wife you're married. Before we got now. married. Before or after we got married? Before. Prenup is before. Post-nup yeah, yeah. is after. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, and I'm, I'm of the opinion everyone should have a prenup. No matter if you have $800 million or if you have $5. So you have one right now? Don't worry about what I get. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, his wife got a prenup on him. Right. Right. He started making money from the podcast. He's gonna be pissed off. <laughs> She's gonna take a little bit off the top. Hey, holy shit. Hey, hey, right now, hey, right now, this hey, hey this nigga prenup, he just hit the TV. <laughs> She's gonna take just a little bit off the top when you ask. <laughs> Don't worry about me, man. I'm all right. Hey, but eight hundred right. million. If I know I got eight hundred million, I'm about to get married. Yes, I would get a prenup. Yeah, to the, wife that, million, to the wife you I have now. If you if you make thirty thousand, you should have one. Because if you have to give up half of that shit, you're living off fifteen k. 
dude, everyone needs one. Yeah. Everyone. You young cats out there, you're thinking about getting married. I know you love them. Get yourself a prenup. It's, okay, the, so- it's a smart business decision. When you're going into this, it's a partnership you're going into. You got it. You can't just think with your heart. You got to also think with your head and, you know, just do the smart thing. As someone okay, so- who's been through a divorce, I'm telling you. So what about this? What if, what if you bring that up about the prenup and then she's totally against it? Would you keep pushing it into the point where y'all end up breaking up about it? Or would you say, all right, you know, I, I ain't got that much money. It's good. We'll just get married. No, I would, I would be, it's, it's for her protection as well as yourself. I'm saying this not just to the guys out there. It's for the women too. You should have that protection. And you're going into it. You got to go into it as a business. But, right, you just said but, you just said what you said as a pimp because I was very pimpish what you just said, but no. you didn't answer the question at all. <laughs> what was the question? I said, would you still get married if she refused to sign a prenup? No. Yes. Now, now, now I would. Said, the, pre- the prenup is is basically based on who's on top, though. It's yeah. not like I'm doing it for my protection and I'm just a and yours. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you just what you just washing dishes like you ain't doing nothing to bring no money. So what I'm gonna get from you? Nothing. Exactly. They're providing a they're providing a home. Stop it. A stable environment that's for you to come. And that's what your and that's what your side chick gonna do too when you divorce her. So what what is she getting? <laughs> so what is she getting? So it's not it's not for all I'm saying is for whoever's on top, right? Maybe they want the prenup. If you're on the bottom, you getting the prenup is not gonna do anything. It, so you, so you mean, don't feel like when so you, you get a prenup, like, it's an agreement between two people. I so, know, but the the person on the bottom, what are you going to get from the person on the bottom? Like Dr. Dre's wife can't give him two million dollars a year. She's on the bottom, so it's not for her. She doesn't need to sign a prenup to make it better for him. But that's only if he puts in the prenup. He still gets a fucker like every three weeks. So then it works out for both of them. On a sex contract. Yep. She get the money. Okay, so what about the what about the people? What about the people that feel like a prenup is a sign? Can you hear me? Yeah, Yeah, I heard you. What about the people that feel like a prenup is a sign of you have one foot out the door already? That's dumb thinking. That's fucking. That's 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 fucking nineteen hundred thinking. That's twentieth century thinking. Get with the times, man. We're in a new millennium. That's, that's that's for the same people that believe everything in the fucking Bible, man. <laughs> <laughs> you think fucking, you think fucking Noah really got two of every fucking animal and got it out to a fucking boat? Fuck out of here, man. If you, if you, if you, hey, let me let me ask you this, uh, uh, Jules. If you got eight hundred million and you love this girl and you're about to marry her. And you ask her to sign a prenup, and she says no. Are you going through with the marriage? How could we? If we both are not on the same page about something so important. Okay. Just wondering where yo where you. It's like to me you you would do it because you love. Yeah. Her. Everybody's in love till they get divorced. Jules is a hopeless uh, romantic. You can be a hopeless romantic, but you can and, and still be pragmatic. Mm-hmm. Be pragmatic. That's all. And and I guarantee always you hope this. for the best, but plan for the worst. That's true. Hey, I, hey, I guarantee you this: if I got eight hundred million and she has nothing, 
I'm starting off with $5 million and let her raise it to 10 and I'm done. I'm not talking about hyper. I'm not talking about a random girl. I'm talking about the people y'all are married to now. If it happened today, no. If we were already married, I won the lottery for $800 million, It is what it is. Yeah. But well, even if you had a prenup and you and you got $800 million right now, that prenup would not hold for what right. you you earned while during the marriage. Right. This is what I'm okay. This is what I'm basically what asking. you bring up to it, bring into this the is, marriage. This is what I'm basically asking. The people that y'all chose to uh, lay with, that y'all chose to marry, do y'all trust them enough with within that within that luxury of with all that money? Yes. Trust them how? Trust them. Trust them in relationship wise. Yes. Trust them money wise. Money changed a lot of people. And you start putting money into the system. And, I, and one of the things why Dr. Dre, uh, I thought I seen something where he's like, hey, he told his wife, like, hey, you're not going to get to treat me like shit and spend all my money. So that's why one of the reasons why he said they're getting divorced. So when you start getting into money, do I trust him to blow all the money? I wouldn't put it past nobody. <laughs> 800 million people think 800 million is unlimited you know so you say you wouldn't trust your wife with it listen I, I don't i would trust her to spend the money but also at some point you can also spend too much money so right? well are you so, saying you don't trust your wife with the 800 I, I, I wouldn't put it past anybody i don't trust nobody so that's right. a yes you, say yes. you don't trust that's, that's yes i don't trust okay. you nobody all right you don't trust <laughs> your wife Jules I asked you a simple question. Answer is yes. I trust, don't trust nobody. Your wife. Don't trust no, nobody. he didn't ask you who else. He asked you specifically if you trusted your wife. Yes. The answer is yes. I don't trust anybody. You don't trust your wife. Hey, she's in the room right next door. He cannot say those words. The, 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 the answer is I wouldn't trust anybody to not go unlimited on 800 million. What about you, Shotel Knight? I just want you to be specific, man. I'm answering this question. Just be specific. Yes, what? Here's, here's, here's the question. Guess what? How, I want you to say it out loud. You, how about you? Guess what? You bring it up. We can't oh. hear you. Well, you, I you said yes, shit, I trust you. You turn this shit on mute. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was the first one to say yes. <laughs> what about you, Shantanay? I'm caught up on this shit. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not a Willie Lump Love like your dumb ass about to broadcast this shit. Now, this is another podcast we can't release because this dumb ass says he don't trust me. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going tell, tell you something I think about. It. I think about like winning like the Powerball and all this, right? And I start thinking about who I would give money to. And, and I would give money away to a lot of, depending on how much money it is, I give money away to a lot of people because money, while I understand what money does for me, it doesn't mean a lot to me. But with that said, I know I would give people a million dollars. And you know what they would tell me? That it won't be enough. Yep. I know that I know people I can give a million dollars to they would tell me, that's all you're giving me, and you got this amount of money. And that's just the reality of people. Yeah, that's money, build, money builds entitlement in people and, mm -hmm. and envy that you don't even know it. That's why you don't give anybody money. You make them, you put them uh, to work. If I, if I won the lottery, I'm giving people money because I don't want to be bothered. That's my uh, hush money. 
You will never get to talk to me again. They ask me, I don't want to be called every month to pay your light bill, to help you with this or help you with that. Here's your money. Blow it if you want to. That's called the hush fund. Matter of fact, that's what the, that's what the check will say. <laughs> hush fund. Don't ever talk to me about money again. When we go to dinner, I don't pay for dinner. <laughs> you pay for dinner. That's called the hush fund. What about, what about you, Shatana? And you'd make your wife sign that? No, 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 my wife would have to sign it. But I understand also when you got that type of money and we got three cars, we might not need four. But I also understand, like, you know what? I want a fourth car. Jules, what Shatana, were you saying? Shatana, what about you? You trust your wife? Yeah, I trust her. <laughs> <laughs> That's a loaded ass fucking question. And Shy Town Wright answered correctly. Ding ding ding. Um, I, trust my, I wouldn't still be married if I didn't trust my wife. Do y'all have a prenup? Your mom and nah. Yeah, we got married. We was broke as hell. <laughs> we, we I mean it was nothing to prenup. Would you here's the real question. Would you be willing to give her two million dollars? If you had eight hundred million dollars, would you be willing to give her two million dollars a month? Hell no. For what? <laughs> For why? Ain't no reason nobody needs $2 million a month. I mean, no matter what your spending habits are, there's no reason for $2 million a month. That's just silly. I don't think that's hey. real. I think that's just uh, the starting point for the, the negotiations. Point. Yeah. Listen, why would I give you $125,000 a month for charity and I could just pay the charity? Why would I need to give you money to pay the charity <laughs> in your name? For her taxes. Yeah. Like stop! It. I could just yeah. pay the charity myself. When these crummies hit the market, everybody gonna need two million a month. Yep. <laughs> How about you, uh, Styles? Would you uh, still marry her if she won't sign the prenup? Nah. Yeah. If I got eight hundred million dollars, I'm deaf. She definitely got to sign a prenup. Mm -hmm. If you're refusing, what you're trying to say? <laughs> what about in your What about in your regular life? What if, like, five years from now, you're making a hundred and twenty thousand? For Definitely. a year. Definitely. You're gonna That's make a sign a prenup? Hell yeah. Okay. So how about <laughs> you're making twenty thousand a year? Hell yeah. Regardless. So a pre so 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 a prenup is automatic. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I, I believe yeah. so. I believe everyone that's going into the contract of marriage should have. It, it, I guess it all matters, like twenty thousand dollars. I'm gonna tell you why it would matter to me. If you gotta if I gotta spend more money on a lawyer than what I make, hell no. <laughs> that's all. It's, it's, if I could just do the prenup on my own, that's one thing. If I got to spend money on the lawyer, I got $20,000. I'm giving the lawyer $3,000 instead of giving my wife $3,000. Mm -hmm. You can print a prenup off the internet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, I guess that's and how then I look you just at it. get it like notarized and stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. It all depends on what it, what it costs to get the prenup, I guess. All right. We can wrap it up. We could uh, get into our final thoughts. Who want, who want to go first? Y'all always do this. Everybody get quiet when I say that. I'll go. Uh, <laughs> parents, I, I'll, it's just for parents that's raising kids at a young age. Teach your kids how to treat the opposite sex of, like, treat them how to treat the opposite sex outside of what they can do for you. Like, treat your sons how to have a relationship with a woman that doesn't offer him sex or doesn't involve cleaning his shit. And same with your daughters. Treat, raise your daughters how to not depend on niggas, or that's why you should 
be with a certain man because he can provide X amount. Just raise your kids better. I've just seen way too much nasty shit going on. That's all. Raise your kids better. I am telling you this this there's a guy at my at my job. And he think he's a pretty boy, pretty light skinned boy. And he's a grown <laughs> Oh, he's light skinned. Oh, yeah, he exactly. Think he, he think but this is what it, I'm telling you, this is what it is. He's light skinned, so he thinks he's a fucking model. And he's 35 years old. And he's a basically got three baby mamas, kind of a womanizer, you know, get caught at these accounts trying to hit on women that you got to reel them in like stop it. So he comes to me one day about how mean this lady is to him at one of his stops. So I go to this account and I don't know the lady, never met her. The lady comes up to me and say, hey, you're doing a lot more than what the regular guy is doing. You know, what's the difference here? And I'm like, well, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. And then she finds out that I'm the supervisor. And this lady's Indian. And when he first told me about her, I'm thinking sometimes with Indian people, with they got heavy accents, it's this miscommunication, and they kind of come across like they're loud or yelling because they have this accent. And she doesn't have an accent. She doesn't yell. She's a decent-looking woman, pretty lady, smiling. And you know, I realized what his problem is with her. He can't fuck her. He can't get over on her. Mm -hmm. He's a womanizer. Because all she want him to do is get the job done the way he's supposed to do it. He doesn't like her because he can't control her. And that blows my mind because all of the fucking thoughts you fucking, he might be the one woman you should try to be nice to because she has money. She owns five restaurants. But because she just wants you to do the job, you're an asshat. You think she's mean to you because you can't touch her. You'll be and surprised at how many people are like that, though, that don't, that don't know what to bring to the table outside of what you can do for me, in a, especially in a, in a sexual way. Like, look, Rick Ross. Rick Ross said he can't even sign a female artist because he'll want to fuck her. Like, wh what? <laughs> that, like, that don't even make sense. And, 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 that's, and that's how crazy it is that that takes, your dick takes over your money. Like, listen, I want to make this money with you. Let's make money together. Let me guide you together. Like, how many bras can Rick Ross fuck? Why you got to fuck your own artist? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Can't keep it business. Nigga just a horny dog. <laughs> Over-sexualized. Who, who else got a final thought? Puerto Rico. Uh, All right, I'll just say uh, my final thought real quick would just be jumping back on something we were talking about earlier about uh, having a plan. Um, I, I advise everyone to take a look at the Black Panthers 10-point plan, 10-point program. Um, it, if you take a look at it, you read it, it's exactly what um, we need. It's uh, and it's not asking for nothing crazy. It's asking for things like decent housing. Um, we want all black men to be exempt from military service because they've already pretty much just served just being black men and the way they've been policed. Uh, equal education. It's 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 a human rights thing more than it, I would say is uh, a thing for just black people or just people of color. 
just, uh, I, I think it's a really good plan and everyone should just go online, take a look at it. And uh, um, this is what we should be pushing towards all our politicians. Shantown Knight. Uh, I don't really have a final thought. I'll just give, uh, I guess I'll Edible give props to my, no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I give props to my son. He started college and uh, he was stressing out, freaking out. And he's starting to level off. And my wife's about to graduate with her master's in two weeks. So props to them. That's it. She Congratulations, man. She's about to hit you with that prenup next week. Yeah, she <laughs> might. She's going to be making more than I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get that two million a month, nigga. Yeah. You can. Why not? Why do you think he was out here saying he trusted? <laughs> I trust my wife. <laughs> Nine hundred, nine hundred thousand for entertainment. That's 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 funny as hell. Nine hundred thousand a month to be entertained. I can come entertain you now. Come on, let me <laughs> give me six hundred thousand. I'll come entertain you now. With that's that crazy. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, uh, go ahead and uh, take that little shiny dick over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> that Vaseline. Uh, shit. But um, anybody else got anything else to say? I don't have a final uh, thought today. My 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 final thought is um, go vote. I'm not saying voting right now is going to change everything for us, but at you know, once we get Trump out of office, that next vote should be like, hey, Joe got to be held accountable or whoever else in your, your mayor or whoever else, we got to hold these people accountable. But right now, we holding Trump accountable, get his ass out. And if Biden don't do his thing, you get his ass out. Now, now it's time for us to really do what we're saying about, you know, getting ours as far as black people voting. This starts now. So you get the clown out now. And then you hold the next clown accountable. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, going back to what Puerto Rico was saying about the 10 points, those things are what they should be accountable for. Making sure we get education, making sure we're getting equal rights, making sure we're changing some of these justice systems. And we give them that list of what we're going to hold you accountable for, and we hold them accountable. Right now, you got to start by voting. And I'm not talking about just for the president, congressman, mayor, alderman. There's no fucking way the alderman of Inglewood should get more than one term. If that shit ain't right, you get his clown ass out and you get the next person in. Same thing with our West. If it ain't tight, if you can't put houses on these vacant lots, uh, solve some of the crime problems going on, you get his clown ass out and you go to the next guy. But start by voting now. It starts now. We got 60 days before the election. Get we got to now. I wouldn't be black if I ain't vote for Joe. Y'all heard what Joe said? <laughs> you ain't hear what Joe said? You ain't black. <laughs> Based off the hey. competence of the current administration and the current party in power, which is the Republican Party, um, I'm voting Democrat. This, hey, you this are season. black. You are a black. black. I, was watching, I was watching one of his speeches last week. <laughs> and then he was reading off a teleprompter and then he was like <laughs> that nigga said 
in and he then he ended up reading end quote. I was like, <laughs> what? Why would you read? What is wrong with this dude? End of quote. You're so he's such an old person. You just legit read end quote to the public. You're fucking old person. <laughs> but did you see the guy on the other end though? He can't even walk down a ramp. We got too both, many old people, man. Old and white. Yeah. Old and white. Hey, so while we were on here, I got a, uh, a notification that came over for a story about the fact that Trump hired a black Obama impersonator to come into the office so he could fire him. <laughs> it's on video. <laughs> You're fired, nigga. Hey, it's so funny. He want to find somebody that don't even work for him. Get your white ass up out of here. Real quick, what do y'all, what y'all, what, what's y'all, uh, we ain't got to have a deep dive. What's y'all uh, Bears record prediction? 10 and 6. What about you? I go with that. 10 and 6. I got 7 and 9. Towards the 7 and 9. Under 500. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I just feel like, hey, if you're going to suck, just suck. Like, if you come out bad, just, just suck. Let's, we got to make sure we get a, into that top five, top ten. Nah. They, the Bears will suck just enough not to get a good draft pick. It'd be yeah, pointless. that's what they do. Yep, it'd yep. be pointless. Like, if you're going to – gonna, we start off bad, just go bad. Just go bad. We how long – if we start off bad, how long is Trubisky the starter? He got three games. Whole season. Yeah, yeah. He got three games. He's going to go under – if he goes under 500, he's out of there. He's going to the whole season. Four, is he pulled? No. No. If he goes, if he goes uh, one and two, zero oh and three, he's out of there because at Ryan some Pace, point, that's Nagy's job too. Ryan Pace so, is going down that hill, and you don't have to deal with fans booing him. Ryan Pace, Ryan Pace will, but not Nagy. Nagy knows that's his job. He knows that's his ass. He's not trying to lose his job for Trubisky. Do we? Because Chicago, Chicago fans will boo, but with nobody being in the stands, what are you gonna do? <laughs> do we? Do we see Pace and Nagy next year? If the if the Bears suck this year, are they no, back? They don't make. They don't make the playoffs. Pace will be. Uh, Pace will nah, still be around. Pace to nah. be around. So you, he's you, not going to be around with with as long as we get to look at Mahomes and Watson play good. That's Matt. Get paid. That's malpractice. Like it's simple as that. That's malpractice that you didn't bring, you didn't even interview Watson. That's malpractice, and he's going to be fired for that. He, he better hope his boy ball out to this year if he wants his job. That's the way you think. That's not the way the fucking organization thinks. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah, it's just so funny. We could have had Cam Newton for free. Yeah. <laughs> No, we we could have been the ones that was extending Deshaun Watson yesterday. Oh, man. And that's also that's also malpractice <laughs> that you don't bring in Cam Newton and you pay another guy twenty one million and Cam Newton make like one point five, and you didn't have to give a draft pick. Uh, four, that's malpractice. Fourth round pick that you that you could have used. Yeah, that's that's malpractice. At some point, you got to hold people accountable. But the bottom line is, Cam Newton is not white. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that too. Um, hence, Puerto Rico's fuck Virginia. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, they definitely that's what they that's how they moving like you you gotta yep. be a white boy. They they don't want they don't want a black quarterback. That's why they ain't black quarterback them. doesn't have the mental capacity to lead the offense. Yeah. How many yeah, black yeah. quarterbacks have Chicago ever had? They had Evans and Cordell Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, Henry, right? Henry, Henry Burris. Henry Burris, yeah. Henry Burris. Yeah, yeah. Three. Three. Yeah, Henry and, Burris. And, and, 
And now he nah. went to the team. Y'all saw that? He got hired. Nah. Henry Burris. He got hired <laughs> by the Bears. To do what? Like a, like, like a consulting type thing. Yeah, he, he's been in the league a, lot, a couple years now, I think, doing some type of consulting or coach somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I don't but y'all y'all hire him, but y'all won't draft the y'all won't draft the black QB. But well, hopefully, hopefully he's one of those guys that's on the inside that can say, "Hey, change the way you're thinking." You get the you know you want to win, you get the best quarterback. Which is, I, I still don't understand why you bring. I, I'm not against Nick Foles, but you yeah. you just blew a lot of money. Yeah, I read the, I read that I got Cam, but yeah, we can we can wrap it up though. Uh, real real quick before we before I close out. Uh, y'all make sure, uh, me and Shakespeare, we finally got our, our sports podcast going. So y'all make sure y'all be tuning in to that. We'll be dropping every Saturday. Um, so we'll be doing that throughout the week. So, we, you know, we got the content coming coming for y'all. So uh, thanks again. For what is it called? It's called, it's called uh, Dub, Dub C or Die? Dropping Dimes of Styles and Shakespeare. It's not called White Claws or Die? No, that's, no, no, no. He, he he may want to he may want to change it to that though. Yeah, Dab see or die. Now he now he feel like he had to he had to impress y'all and get, grab some whiskey. But he <laughs> but he, uh, he may want to change. He's it. drinking whiskey. You <laughs> said he's back in Kentucky. Yeah, he back he back in the country. So yeah, that's what they, his, that's what they do out with there. his girl or by himself. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm pretty sure his girl went, went with him. Damn, she get, he he got her down there uh, riding the wagon. She from out she she from out there too. She. She, oh, she probably more country from than him. She from like Bowling Green. I'm like, y'all country as hell. The fuck is they a gotta Bowling Green? Got to feed the horses. <laughs> feed the horses. <laughs> what the fuck is in Bowling Green? <laughs> Kentucky sounds just like a wild place. <laughs> they gotta pull the potatoes before winter. <laughs> got their own little farm and garden. <laughs> If the South wasn't so racist, I would move to the South. Just it's to, too hot you know, for me. The older me, like just to be slower way of life and not have to worry about all that shit. But it's just way too racist. Hey, I'm actually I'm thinking about moving to South Carolina. Oh uh, hell no! To get by more uh, Trump supporters. All <laughs> right, right. And, and it can't be no more Trump supporters than where I'm staying now. I don't That's know about think. that one. Yeah. That's what you think. They can, they nigga, can turn up even more out there. Nigga won't be happy till they shoot his ass in church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but on that note, <laughs> thanks again. Nigga got to go around the most. Let's see how white I can get. I don't need racist. I around me, but they kill me. All the races I have to get your master's. After you get your masters, let's move to Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> I want somebody to call me a nigga. Call me a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that oh, note, uh, thanks for tuning in. Episode 16 of the Illogic Podcast. We'll see y'all next week for episode 17.